You're listening to Mission Lab. Mission Lab. From our living new man, Ben Here's our parents, Sean and Camille Brace. You're listening to Mission Lab, and my name is Camille Brace, and I'm here with my husband, Sean. And this is episode 26, and today we're talking about 13 practical ways to be missional in your city or town. So how do we do that, Sean? Well, we just thought we would give a very, very practical episode on how to do that very thing. Um, I think what, if we could just share a few preliminary thoughts, some of these things we have kind of mentioned here and there, but... I thought we'd just have a full-on episode where we go down this list. But I think, and, and we've mentioned this before, but we need to become a part of our cities and towns and neighborhoods. Sometimes as Christians, we have this adversarial attitude, like we're separated from our communities. But in order to be truly missional, we need to be involved with it. Now, Jesus said that we are to be the salt and salt does not have any effectiveness if it's not added to the food. And so the salt is completely saturated in the whole food that you're eating. Um, so we need to be, yeah, we just need to be a part of our cities. And, you know, I look back on my own ministry and I don't know if I've mentioned this explicitly, but I feel as though my world was so narrow and small, like three years ago, taking for example. Um, and I just, to me, like being involved with people outside my faith only happened if they happened to show up to my, my church building on a Saturday morning. And I could just not comprehend like a bigger world. And I was not a part of my city, was not a part really, you know, some of my neighborhood, um, but my whole world has just expanded. I know some of this, some of this language makes some people nervous because like, oh, we're not supposed to be of the world. But Jesus in John 17 didn't actually um, say that we should be out of the world. He says, I don't want to take you out of the world. I want you to be in the world, but that you would be um, living by my spirit while you're in the world. So we need to be actual citizens and members of our communities. And if you take a look at the Christ disciples, yes, they were his disciples, but they were ordinary people, rough fishermen um, from all walks of life who who God was ministering to, who he was training. Um, they weren't like this perfect set of 12 men um, by any means. And so um, Christ mingled with them. He did life with them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, you know, when we talk about being missional and we're going to explain this going forward again, we're not talking about, um, providing services. This is not a tip on how to provide services like start a food bank or, um, do a soup kitchen, nothing against these things. But when we talk about being missional, we are talking about incarnating re yourself in the community and doing life 
in the midst of of the city and neighborhood and towns in which we reside. And, you know, something I've noticed as well is that it seems as though we as Christians and we as Adventists specifically, it's like we'll only participate in programs and events if we're the ones in charge of them. And I'm just like, why is that? Like, we think, oh, there's something that needs to go on. Well, let's start our own program. It's like, no, there's lots of other things that are already going on that if we come and we make ourselves the humble servants of the things that are already happening, that can be a lot more missionally impactful. You know, Jesus didn't have to be in charge of programs to participate in them. He often was a participant in the uh, affairs and events that other people were putting on, like the uh, the feast at Simon's house, for example. It wasn't like Jesus had to invite them to his place. He was involved. So anyway, um, without so further ado, one. we have 13 practical ways. We may even have more than that. We'll see. We could be inspired as we go along. So these are at least 13 practical ways to be missional in your city or town. And some of them we've, we've said before, but we're just going to give them all boom, 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 boom. Camille, number one. Okay, one I would say is the has been the most impactful in my life, which is um, going to your local library. So libraries offer many, many services, and I would say probably, I don't know, 95% of the time, 98% of the time, they are all free. So I was just looking actually at our local library in our city, and they have so many different activities for people to get involved in adult coloring night, play your cards, right. And then this is of course how I got involved with my local libraries, um, was just through story times through, um, one of my libraries has an amazing STEM program, but, um, for kids. And it has just been really, really awesome. Teen, teen game night, uh, Lego club, so many, um, different, things that you can get involved in. I've seen um, knitting. Mm, like Knitting, that sounds fun. Um, knitting clubs at libraries. I've seen writing clubs or book clubs at libraries. So check out your local library and even the surrounding towns because um, I have several libraries that I go to. And it's a great way to meet people, a great way to get into your community. And uh, yeah. And yeah, and the thing about all of these, for the most part that we're going to list are things that you do regularly and repeatedly. So it's not just like a one-time deal, but when you, when you get into a rhythm with other people and you do it something repeatedly with them, then you get to know them naturally and organically. It's not like knocking on a stranger's door and saying, hi, would you like to do a Bible study? This is just entering into a rhythm with them. Okay. So number two, so number one, go to a library. Um, number two, join a sports league. Um, I think this is pretty self-explanatory. If you like hockey, if you like basketball, if you like football, if you like soccer, just get involved in a sports league. There's nothing sinful about playing sports. So yeah, number two, go to join a sports league. Number three, Camille. Three, join a club, whether that's a language club, a book club, a running club. Um, In today's society, if you just like look in your local newspaper or Look online, Craigslist, Craigslist. Uh, there's, yeah, Facebook, your community Facebook page. Uh, we're part of one in our town of Bangor. Um, you can find a lot of different venues that mm-hmm. um, 
can facilitate your interests that you yeah. have. So if you have hobbies, you like photography, you like art. Um, when I go down the Bagel Central, which will be one that's the next one, but I notice many times that there's like a language club there. People speaking Italian to each other. Just today, I was like trying to listen into what they were saying. I don't know Italian, but it would be fun to learn it. So <clears throat> number three, join a club. Uh, number four, this is one I've talked about before, but hang out regularly and repeatedly at a local coffee shop or cafe. You don't have to drink coffee in order to do this. You just, <laughs> you know, drink water, get a smoothie, whatever it is. Just go there repeatedly. And I could tell you story after story after story of people that I've met and people that I already know that I see there. And it just kind of gets a rhythm going of being a part of the rhythm of your city or town to be where the people are that you are trying to be missional towards. Number five, follow city leaders on social media. With today's technology and social media outlets, uh, it's very easy to get involved and pick and choose what events in your city you would be comfortable with or that you would enjoy or that your family would enjoy. And following city leaders and your town on social media is a great way to... Twitter, Instagram, and I'm thinking specifically of my experience this with my good friend Ben. Ben, I don't know if you're listening, but hey, uh, Ben is is the mayor of our our city here in Bangor. And uh, I just started following him just for the fun of it a few years ago. And he started following me for whatever reason. I don't know. But um, <laughs> but that's literally how Ben and I first started getting to know each other. And um, we're now very, very close. Some of, you know, one of my best friends here in Bangor. It's funny because he, he told me that not too long before we met, he had read the book, The Blue Zones, which actually talks about Seventh-day Adventists. And he said, man, I'd love to meet a Seventh-day Adventist. And like two months later, we met and, you know, we're just friends. But he's helped me also. He's opened up doors for me to meet other people, to be missional, to get involved in my city. So it seems like a, maybe a silly one, but even social media, just connecting with people via that method. Number Six. Six. Camille, this is mine. Yeah, that's yours. Attend city events. Attend city events. And not simply to pass out literature at these events. In fact, (laughs) don't do that. Don't do that. Okay? Go and just be a part of your city, whether it's parades. Which we've done a lot within our community because of our parades. Seriously, are like the best form of entertainment for kids. They're free, and our kids love them. And... Um, it's a great way to get a feel of the community that you live in. Mm-hmm. Um, you could even participate by, you know, planning a float or something. If you ha- are part of a group or a club, yeah. that would be a great way. We have not done that yet, but we're going to a parade in a couple of weeks, our Christmas parade, which we, we always look forward actually, to. We are actually, Camille, our next episode, I've already decided, oh. is going to be a whole episode on how to be missional at Christmas. Okay. Oh. So just a sneak peek. We have an awesome Christmas parade here in Bangor. We love it. You get to bring some of your friends that you are doing life with. You get to see other people that, you know, you just, just to be a visible face and know that you're a part of the community. Uh, If your neighborhood has a party, cookout, go to it, be a part of it, participate, get involved. And uh, you'll get bonus points at these city events if you volunteer to help, you know, whatever it might be with. So anyway, all right. 
Number seven, Camille. Yes, get involved in your local government. So Sean has done a little bit of this by attending city council meetings. Um, yeah, so, and and um, this is not meaning, I'm not saying by this run for office, like be the mayor or be a city councilor. Maybe that might be something you're called to do. But um, yeah, just get involved, learn what's going on in your city, be a citizen of your city. Maybe there's a committee you could serve on, parks and recreation. I don't know how it works. Um, uh, maybe there's a community garden that you could participate in. You know, sometimes, and I'm going to mention this a little later, but we spend so much time using our gifts and passions and talents to serve ourselves or to serve our church members when maybe God is calling us to use those to serve our city and our, and our people in our city. Yeah, so if you point. like gardening, be a part of the Parks and Rec Committee or whatever. I don't know how it all works. And when but. you go to those meetings, I think you'll find it very helpful to just get an idea. I mean, I don't ever remember going to or my parents going to any type of like city meeting or anything mm -hmm. like that growing up, um, not knowing any leaders in our community growing up. So uh, it's just yeah. a great way. Like Sean said, be a citizen of your city. Yeah. Jeremiah chapter 31, uh, God actually tells Israel to pursue the peace of their city, which at that time was Babylon. They were exiles in Babylon. So this is a very biblical idea that we should pursue the peace and the well-being of our city. We should become a part of our cities and not just be these self-serving, uh, isolated Christians that don't actually try to pursue the well-being of other people. Um, okay, number eight, kind of similar. Number eight, join your local rotary club or something of a similar so nature camille wants to take over this one i'm gonna here. take I know, right over but I, I have lots to say on this myself one second i i will take back what i said actually when i was in high school um i used to be part of a rotary club believe it or not i don't think i shared this in my story several episodes back i used to work on a hot dog stand in freeport maine run by the Freeport Rotary Club. Wow. I know, it was an amazing experience. And we sold 100% beef hot dogs and veggie dogs. And wow. those veggie dogs were fairly popular. I could go for one right now. That and I will tell really you, I good. never ate one single beef hot dog the whole time I uh, yeah. worked on the hot dog stand. But it was a great experience. Um, yeah. So I was part of the Rotary yeah. Club, and I enjoyed cool. it. Cool. Yeah, so... <laughs> Ben, who I mentioned before, Ben, what's up again? Um, he's a part of local Rotary Club. He invites me to attend from time to time. And every time I'm there, he has to introduce me. So I have to stand up and say hi. And it's been interesting because I've had multiple people come up to me later on if they see me around the city or wherever. And they say, oh, yeah, I saw you at Rotary Club. So, um, yeah, you can just be a part of, again, the rhythms and the goings-on of your local city. My dad was telling me recently, he has, as you heard um, on the podcast that we had with him, he's recently retired, so to speak, from full-time pastoral ministry. And so he's he, he says to me a few weeks ago, I'm thinking about joining the Rotary Club in my town. Now, they've lived in this town for almost 35 years and um, basically my parents are commuter um, workers like very little actual involvement with the town itself but he's saying hey 
Maybe it'd be good for me to be a part of the Rotary Club, or I, maybe it was something else, Lions Club, I don't know. But the point is there can be great missional um, pursuits by being a part of a that type of Kiwanis or Rotary or whatever it is that just helps you be a part of your city. So number nine. Number nine. So bake stuff for your neighbors. I've been doing this actually for basically since we moved in here, probably <coughs> not the first year. Even before when we lived in New Hampshire, you were doing this as well. Yeah, I don't think I did it as much. I mean, now I bake for, I don't know, six or seven houses on our street. Mm -hmm. And then several people in the community, like around Christmas time, um, especially. Mm -hmm. And um, I will say, I think maybe the first or second year that I did this, I made chocolate chip pumpkin bread. True confession, I hope. None of our neighbors are listening right yeah. now. <laughs> and I think um, I think I might have added like, I don't know, too, too much, much baking, baking soda, soda or something because <laughs> it tasted slightly off. So let's hope our neighbors still eat. For some reason, our neighbors have never received her other baked goods with a smile on their face. Stop. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no. No. Um, no, but so I, I try to do that. Just um, That's just a once a year thing with our neighbors. Although, you know, we do bake cookies for regularly um, for, for our, our neighbor. neighbor dick yeah but um for the majority of them is usually just once a year around this time and i need to get going on that um and usually sean and i or sean will take the kids out and deliver those um baked goods to our neighbors and stuff so yeah and along those lines and this is an idea that came to us from somebody that contacted you camille this is number 10 actually have a baking competition in your neighborhood yes or some type of thing in your neighborhood where you say hey let's have a cook-off let's have a chili fest let's have a um cookout let's have something like that in our neighborhood and some of you listening may think oh my goodness i'm a vegetarian how would i do that well there's ways you can do it without you know having to eat flesh um but yeah just have some type of event in your neighborhood where you can involve people and say hey i'm a part of this neighborhood let's have a baking competition yeah a lady who had contacted me a couple weeks ago who was at the <coughs> conference i spoke at in georgia in georgia had said that she was having a um a pie oh pie pie fest or pie bake-off at her house so she was inviting all of her neighbors um to it so actually i haven't heard back from her i'm wondering how it went um yeah so that's a great idea yeah okay number 11 we're Coming down here, the last few. Number 11, Camille. Oh, this is me. That's okay. you. Run, walk in your neighborhood. So I actually, I had been walking around our neighborhood. I've been doing a little bit of a different exercise routine. So I haven't been out walking run as much. Run or walk. Not a run walk, but a run or walk yeah. or one run walk. And I had several people like, oh, hey, you know, you know, definitely recognizing me because I'd kind of go on the same route. Mm -hmm. uh, Sean has gone running several times with our neighbor um, down the road from us. Yep. And it's just a, a great way to um, chat with people, oh, just, go just, deeper with people. Yeah, just, again, one of the benefits is they see you and they say, oh, that person's a part of our city. I mean, you can run on your treadmill in your basement or whatever. Or you can go to a, you know, and, you know, if you don't want to do this, you can go join a, um, a, uh, Extra, what's what's what am I looking for? Like uh, gym, gym, gym. Is that what they're called? <laughs> gym membership. Yes, they have gym membership. Go at the same time every week. Same, you know, so you see the same people. Um, but just this, it seems insignificant. But I've had people say to me, "Oh man, I saw you running the other day." Yeah, and it's like they recognize you. They know you're a part of their neighborhood. They know you're a part of their city. So just yeah, run, walk 
run or walk in your neighborhood. Um, number 12, and this is more specific to a pastor. <coughs> Excuse me. It is absolute must to join your local clergy association. All right? So get to know the local pastors, priests, bishops, whatever it is, um, local rabbis, you know, whatever it is. I, I am very, very, very good friends with my good friend. Have I said good friend enough? Um, Rabbi Bill Seemers. I hang out with him and a group of, of uh, his congregates from his synagogue. Um, but just little stuff like that, just getting to know local clergy, pastors, priests, whatever, um, just helps you again to be a part of the fabric of your community. Many of these people are very, very seasoned and well-respected um, individuals in the city and community. So just being a part of their life. So that's number 12. Number 13. And the last one, 13, perform music at local restaurants, cafes, open mics. We have not specifically done this. I've gone Sean, to open mics. You've gone to open mic. We haven't performed at one. Not yet. Not yet. Okay. Sean's going to in the next year, it sounds like. Also well. adding on to that is, um, if, especially around this time of year, super easy. Find out when the holiday concerts are for You're high schools, doing, elementary schools. Uh, the Christmas episode yet? Are you? Oh, is that is this supposed to be part of the Christmas episode? I don't know, but but it can be. Oh, we want I'm jumping to, ahead, folks. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yes. Anyways, um, find those places <coughs> and um, yeah, and use your talents. Use your talents because this is what I was going to return to. When you say you go to an open mic or you go to a restaurant that has live music, um, it doesn't need to be overtly Christian music. You don't need to sing Jesus Loves Me. Um, you, this is, it's not a sin to sing a song that doesn't talk about Jesus. Um, a lot of times we, again, we only use our talents and gifts to serve ourselves so if you have the gift of singing basically the only thing we do is we have you do lead out in praise music at the church and that's just serving our own people or you may do a special music and that's good we're not saying don't but i think god chiefly equips us to be a blessing and to serve those outside of our walls so let's not just only use our talents to serve ourselves Let's use them to the, for the glory of God in our towns and communities and cities and neighborhoods. So, yeah, any, any other ones that we didn't mention? Well, I started mentioning one, and then you said it was for the Christmas episode. So Yeah, we want them coming back for that, Camille. Yes, it's going to yeah. be a surprise. <laughs> <laughs> I certainly am surprised, right? Exactly. Yeah. Um, all right. So anything else then as we wind down and or wind up or I don't know which one it is? I don't think so. This has been Mission Lab. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to Mission Lab. Our theme song is Portland Hike by Tiny Music. Additional editing by Chris Ogay. Follow us on Twitter at MLabPodcast. Thank you.